Alright, so Rabbi Yaakov Emden brings down, and Rabbi Yaakov Emden says a very, very big yesoid, and he writes as follows, he says that if we'd be guilty for just one Aveira of not properly mourning the Beis Amigdash and being Mis'abal al Yerushalayim, says Rabbi Yaakov Emden, that would be enough of a reason of the length of our Golis. That's an incredible, incredible thing, because he's telling us that, although we've spoken about this in the previous days, how Sinas Chenom, Loshon Hora, all of the various things that caused the Chorban Beis Migdosh, the Al Ben Odon series, but Rav Yaakov Emden is telling us a penetrating thought, which we have to think about when it comes to Tishabav, and when the day, when the day, the night of Tishabav arrives, the day of Tishabav, that he's telling us if that is the only Avera, is that if that is all we're guilty of that that is enough to keep the scholars going. And that's a very, very scary thought. And the truth of the matter is, it's a very, very tough thing for many of us to really experience and really think about the Chorban Beis HaMikdash and actually be sad about it. It's very, very, very hard for us to be able to do that because we don't understand what it is. And we spoke about this, if you remember, uh, we spoke about this a little bit, the idea of how to make it practical for us. Um, one of the ideas that uh, I saw in the writings of Rabbi Chaim Morgenstern, he brings down one of the reasons that we're, it's so difficult for us to, to really feel anything about the Chorban. Again, we sit on the floor in our low chairs, and we've got our kinnis, and we've got our art scroll explanation, and we've got the Shivas based Dovids, you know, kinnis explained, and we've got everything that we need to go into Tishabad, but we still feel nothing. Why? And he explains from the following story, he says there was a Western tourist who was visiting communist Russia, and he was falsely accused of spying, and he was sent indefinitely to Siberia. Can you imagine such a thing? For many years, he languishes, awakening every morning at five in the morning to eat stale bread and cold soup. He slaves at work for an entire day in the work camp, and he constantly yearns the luxuries of life that he had back home. Eventually, he marries, and he has a child. And his child grows up with the very same routine. He wakes up at five o'clock in the morning, eats a little bit of soup and stale bread, works all day. But this child will likely miss nothing because he never saw the Western world. He's not aware of any other lifestyle. The father, who remembers what life used to be and what it should be and where he should be, he's upset. He wants that life back. But the child doesn't even know what that means. And I think it's a beautiful marshal to ourselves. The people who were around at the time of the Chorban Beis Amigdash, so for them it was, distra- it, was, it was terrible, it was distraught, it was, it was anguish, it was tsar, it was pain, because they knew what it means to have a Beis Amigdash. They saw the Beis Amigdash, they lived the Beis Amigdash. But for us, we're like that child in Siberia. That's all we know. Yeah, maybe our father told us what it used to look like and the life that he used to have in the Western world. But once you grow up in Siberia, that's all you know. So you don't really miss anything. You're not longing for anything. We're like that child. We are that child. We're the child that longs for nothing. We're okay. Rabbi, what do you want from me? I just built my 14th bathroom with each one with a plasma screen. I've got my 8th car. I'm going on vacation now to four weeks. What, I need the base? I make no, seriously. I need Moshiach. I'm fine. Life is great. Life is wonderful. What do I need anything for? So, if Shlomo Brev does that sell, 
once said over a beautiful idea, and it's, it, it means a lot this to me as well, because I remember my grandfather's Zatzal, right, the years when he was alive, he always used to be so, so much close to, you know, the Kaisal and Eretz Yisrael meant so much to him, and he always used to say, why are you not going to the Kaisal more often? It, it meant a lot to him, and Shlomo Brevda brought down the following Misa, and he says that when the, uh, when the old city was eventually liberated, during the Six-Day War, the Israeli soldiers that were standing over there, a lot of them were crying. And they, they fell on the Kosala Maravi, finally after so many years, and not being able to you know, come close to the Kosala Maravi. It was, an, it was a tremendous event. It was, it was incredible. And there were two not religious soldiers. And they were like, what is this all about? What are these Jews like, you know, crying over a wall? Like, what's going on over there? And one of them started to cry. And the other guy looks at him and says, why are you crying? Why are you crying? Well, well, this means something to you? He says, no, it means nothing to me. But that's why I'm crying. I'm crying because it means nothing to me. And therefore, says Rishlema Brevda, the idea is we should cry because we don't know why we're crying. We should be sad on Tisha because we don't know why we're meant to be sad. We don't know what we're missing. We don't know what life is meant to be. We don't know what life used to look like. That is something to cry about. And if you can't feel anything, and like the Mephoshim say, the way to really try to make it real is think about a tragedy, think about something that Kalali Sol is going through. It's not so difficult. It's a corona generation. COVID-19 has brought with it some of the most terrible tragedies. Young people, parents, mothers, fathers, children, brothers and sisters dying, you know, leaving, leaving whole families without a parent. That's terrible. Think about that. Think about the, the, the lack of shechina, the lack of direction that we have in our lives. All of that can mean, mean so much to us. But we have to think, and we have to stop, and we have to understand. That's what it's all about. That's what Tisha B'Av is. That's what it represents, and that's what we're meant to be doing. And if you even can't do that, and you still feel nothing, you tried, you thought, you read, you looked, you listened, you can't get anything, you should be upset because you're not upset about anything. It's the worst thing that ever happened to Klal Yisrael. Tisha B'Av, saddest day of the year. Be'ezus Hashem, it will be a Yontif, the happiest day of the year. But Lemaiser, it's the saddest day of the year. It's the saddest day of the year because we have nothing without a Beis HaMikdash. We have nothing compared to what we used to have. And the day of Tisha B'Av is an opportunity for ourselves to be able to feel that lacking, to feel that we're missing something, to think about it, as we've said previously, it's not about how much I can fill up my day so I don't have to feel the fast. It's about remembering the Churban Beis HaMikdash, longing for the rebuilding, yearning for the Shechina to come back to Yishalayim, for direction in life, for the Nevi'im, for the Avodos Kehalim and the Beis HaMikdash, that yearning, that Tzipisali Yeshua, that doubling, Rabbi Shalom, we need direction. Rabbi Shalom, where are you? There's so much hest upon him in the world. Rabbi Shalom, you're hidden. We don't know where you are. We can't see you in everything. It's incredible. Somebody told me an incredible story. River Victor Miller went to visit a woman, a widow. She had just lost her husband. She was completely broken, totally broken. She lost her husband. She has nothing. She, he comes in and she says, Rabbi, I wanted to know something. I stopped lighting Shabbos candles. And he's like, Why? I'm angry at Hashem. How can Hashem do this to me? He took away my husband. I'm angry. I stopped lighting candles. You know what Rav Miller answered? You know what he said? You know what his response was? 
Such emuna pshuta. Such emuna. Here's a woman. She's not blaming her on the doctors. She's not blaming her on his illness. She knows to go to the source. Yes, of course, she should work on being a couple and accepting it. But she only has one source. She only knows there is a Rabbi Shalom and he does everything. That's incredible emuna. That's someone who lives with the Rabbi Shalom. We're lacking that connection. We're lacking everything, the, the Giloya Shechina, we're living in Hestaponim, where everything's hidden, where we don't know who does what, where, anything. When we have a Beis HaMikdash, we have so much more clarity, we have so much more closeness to the Rabbi Nishalolam. We bring a Korban, because we know we did something wrong, we want to come close to Hashem, we want to do Tshuva, we know what it means, we understand it. That's what Chorban Beis HaMikdash represents. And that's what the Day of Tisha B'Av is. And we should sit, which Beis HaShem won't be no Gaya. But if Chas V'Shalom it is, we should sit this year, not just trying to read books and listen to Shi'urim, which is all beautiful, beautiful, and we should. But we should sit with ourselves. Close your eyes for a few moments. Just imagine the scene of the Beis HaMikdash, the Kahanim, up the ramp on the Mizbeach, the Korbonus, the Ketores, Klali Sol's purity after Yom, Yom Kippurim, everyone's direction in life, the Urim V'Tumim, we knew what to do, where, what, when. Can you imagine? It's a different life. We don't have it. Look at the Tsaurus. Look what Kali Sola going through. All of that. Close your eyes and you imagine what life would be like. All the Tsaurus that we have wouldn't be there anymore. When you think of that, you think to yourself, Oh, Rabboni Shalalam. Rabboni Shalalam. Stop. Enough. Enough. No more Golas. Why should a child be brought up without a mother and without a father? Why should someone lose their child? How could a parent go through the loss of losing a child? Enough, Rabbi Shalom, enough! We can't go on. We can't continue this way. We've done it for thousands of years and it's finished. It's enough. We're broken. Take us back. Build the base of Mikdash. We need you. We need the Shechina. We need the Karbonus. We need the Avoida. We need everything. Think about it. That's our job on Tisha B'av. That is the whole mitzvah, the whole yesoid of a Tisha B'av. If we were able to do that for five minutes over Tisha B'av, I guarantee you a different day. A different day. And you'll come out a different person. And Be'ez HaShem will come out and be greeting Moshiach and greeting the Ba'ish Lishi Be'ez HaShem. But think about it. Use the day. Close your eyes. Imagine. Envision. Think. That's what the Beis HaMikdash represents. That's what the Shechina will do to us. Our lives will be happier, better. Mukadusha, closeness to Hashem. Everything begolo, everything seen and clear and simple. That's an incredible, incredible thought. And that's something that I wanted to share with you, that Beis HaShem, we should use this Tisha B'Av, so that when we come out on the other end, we'll be a different person, Beis HaShem.